What's up? We have Ron here. This is my personal trainer. Say what's up. What's going on? So today we want to talk to Ron about what it's like being a personal trainer and about his whole uh, new thing. He's branding uh, in pursuit of PT. But before we start talking about that, I have a few topics I want to discuss. So, uh, lately, the new trending thing on social media is the strange thing about the genre. Why is that new? That movie has been out at least five years. I, okay, strange story about this. I was working at Bally Total Fitness in Beachwood, 2012. Had a client named Carla. She is cracking up laughing on this bike warming up. Come here, come here, come here. I'm like, what's so funny? She grinning like this. I'm like, okay, something's about to happen. She hands me her phone. She says, I want you to watch this movie. I'm like, watch it on your phone? Watch it on YouTube. It's called Strange Things About the Johnsons, okay? So I press play, and so y'all both seen the whole thing. Yeah. Whole okay, so the opening scene, I'm like, all right, so boy beating this me, he get caught by, it's that big deal. I'm like, big deal, who cares? And then so he pulls back, and I see that pic. I said, nah, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> like, I don't want to watch none of this. And it goes from that to wedding, to behind the fence, I'm done. I don't want to see no more of that. It took me three months to get through that entire movie. I don't even know why this came Not back up. Not three months, it took, No, because I'm like, I'm stopping. I'm like, this is wrong. Like, who wrote this? Who wrote this? What were you inspired by? Why did they pick on this man's dad? You know? Like, I'm I'm, I'm sick. Like, this is disgusting. <laughs> wait, wait. So you concerned about why they was picking on a dad? You know what he, you know what Fat Mac asked well, me? Here's my thing. It, like, it went from, why are you doing this to the dad? Why is the mom not doing anything? What is wrong with this boy? And, like, who wrote this movie? I didn't watch the credits. I didn't want to have an author behind the story. Okay, let me tell you. The, see, we processed this totally different. Yeah, it was assessed way, way different. So, Let's have a conversation. Because so I'm a cop for everything. When I watched it, I'm like, he's sick. And these are black people. Like, black people. Why are these black white people? Don't people? Do this. Black people don't white, do that. Black people don't do shit like this. So who wrote that? <laughs> That's my and, wife. And see, that didn't even hit my mind. Like, oh, so, these is niggas. When like, you watched it, what did you think? I was so fucking lost because it was like, are you really beating your dad? And and no hope. Like, his dad wasn't even. <laughs> no, I was on the phone with Fat Mac. You were about to say his dad wasn't attractive? Yeah. His dad wasn't even handsome. Like, he's not an older nigga. I'd be like, hey, I'll hang with him because he might get like, some older bitches. Here's my thing. Here's my no, thing. Here's my thing. I got a woman I love her to death. Hey, Sheena, I love her to death. And I'm so secure with mine. You know when a man is nice looking. And that nigga was He ugly was not. As fuck, he was not man. at all. I'm like, this dude is like like ugly. Like ugly as fuck. No disrespect, but like, <laughs> this man is not attractive. No, so no, and no. he was just like, I'm so in love with you, dad. Like, ew. No, like, wait. So come on, not man. only did he say that, he was like, and his mama ugly as hell too. Yeah. I said, Jesus. You know what? I, 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 I don't remember what she looked like, but all I know, like, 
Okay. I said it took me three months to watch. It took me a whole season to watch this movie. Like a whole fucking weather season. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm grown. I'm married. Like, how do you have a wife? And y'all taking pictures and you grabbing ass of your pops. And then y'all behind this fence. Mom sees it like, I'm saying, so, okay, so she's not shocked. That's the first thing I saw. I'm like. Oh, no, that bitch was scared. I'm like, she's not shocked. She has this concerned look on her face, but she's seen this before. So, okay, so this has been going on this whole time. Yep. Like, okay, this is gross. And so it went from that to the bathtub. And then, again, it's like from June to July. I'm not touching this. And then everybody like, oh, you seen this? I don't know when this came back up. I saw this about a week ago. Mm-hmm. My cousin posted. He said, he put the link up and said, I'll never watch this again. And you kept seeing all these comments. Oh, I can't unsee this and blah blah blah. I'm thinking like, why is this back out? I'll say Who maybe didn't take even, this off the- I'll say even maybe a month ago, or maybe a month or better, I, I saw a girl post something about it on Facebook. She was like, This movie was just fucking crazy. And I said, Well, <laughs> I've never heard nothing about it, so I'm like, I'm not gonna watch it. Okay. But when she said something about it, I was like, Well, I guess I'll watch it. No, it, so, it will eat up no date on my phone to watch that. Never. So <laughs> at what point? Was this movie even funny? Was it okay? It's I'm not just, funny. I'll tell you, there's nothing funny. funny about it. No. I'm talking, to, <laughs> I'm <laughs> talking to her on the phone. So I'm like, I want you to be like to get first reactions when I watch this movie. Okay. <laughs> it was the best. Shit so when the so when <laughs> the, the dad had wrote his little autobiography or whatever the fuck right. it was, and he went to run out the house, okay. and I'm like, he's running real slow. <laughs> Here comes a van. Because he was old, man. <laughs> okay. And the van, and she started crying. And he was Look, scared running, too. The, the nigga, he runs into the street. He gets hit by the van. And I said, ooh, thank you, Jesus. He's dead. He couldn't take no more dicks. <laughs> like, if he took some more dicks, he was just going to die. Come so, on, man. I'm glad that motherfucking van I mean, that's took a, him out of his misery. That's a, any, that's a horrible way to go, though, listen, man. Mind it, you, I'm on the phone. I'm crying. It's like, for real. No more. Enough is enough. Hey, look. It's it's crazy because, you know, like, somewhere in somebody's mind, you know, their creativity led them to write that. And This is true. Teach his own. I mean, I've read weirder stuff, seen weirder stuff, but no, that one, that one, unfortunately, is burned into my mind. Oh, that's a cake. Okay. And it's so messed and, up. And I mean, I remember vividly the scenes from 2012. We're in 17. God I damn. want that. I want that to be gone. My like, nigga is traumatized. Like, I okay. Wanna, I just want to forget the fact that he. I mean, wh- what was it at the dinner table? And he had something for his pops, and the mom beer. was like, oh, "It was a the beer. beer." And he was like, "No, this is for dad." I was like, "Oh, come on, man, your dad, like." And like, he not even jealous because she was rubbing his hand. Like, I'm like, you, like you, you mad because your mom, who slept with your dad to make you, is rubbing her husband's hand. And you, oh, I'm mad now. Like, I'm going to get you in the bathtub. Come on, man. I'm not watching this. Like, he was a dog ass nigga, though. No, he was a what dog. A wife. He, was, he was a dog. No, the son was yeah, a dog ass nigga. Yeah, oh, yeah, he did. He got married in the yeah, second yeah, scene. Yeah, 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 this yeah. is what got me, though. The fact that he was like, like he just did it like he had like he fucked a dirty slut or something like he got up off the like bathtub like yeah bitch like, like, like no like, that you gonna give me he, this pussy been, one way or another he right. been, he's been exactly treating his dad like that when he squeezed a nigga ass that's what you do like you done raped a bitch like when like he did shit, huh? like he did it he did it in the manner of like and there's nothing you can do about it yeah and that no and I it, mean. <laughs> It was fucked up. And I'm like, but that I'm started at a young age, and they didn't do anything about it. She said prom. Like, no, nigga, then, that's when he she, was still... Uh, wait, she said she before said that. Before that. Before right? that, but 
that that opening scene, what was it? Maybe like ten. Yeah. Yeah. So, or uh, maybe thirteen or something. He was about fourteen because okay. they said fourteen years later he was twenty-eight. So okay. wait, it, it's kind well. That's well, how much you mind. see. Okay. See, I, my, I my mind because I was trying to figure out what's my going on. My eyes burn watching that stuff. Man. No, like honestly, like being a woman, like how do you allow that to happen in your house, like? I'm sorry, like is that she was because I can't she, answer that. She I'm was, just saying, like she was in her room, like oh shit, and hope just, that motherfucker let, don't come in here. I, I think she was like, I can't make him scream like that. Like fuck this nigga, I'm turning. No, she was. No, she was. Like, that bitch was. She was like, if my husband can't beat him up and stop him, what am I gonna do? Call the police, do something. See, like she did nothing. That's my thing. For me, that's my thing. Like it's for me. The only part of it that lets me know that it was a story is how they didn't do anything. Like they and didn't do anything. No, but my thing is, like, I think in her mind, she thought that either he liked it until she read the book, because she did burn the book at the end. Yeah. So in my mind, it's like either she was salty because, you know, he was. It seemed like he wasn't really fighting it off. Like she watched him let him give him head. You know what I'm saying? So in her mind, she's like either he liked it or, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I can't do it. It's, he it's do like it. he didn't know what dumb. to do to stop it, but. How do you not know what? I don't. Know. How do you don't your dad? I'm not in that situation. I don't want my dad. I don't. I don't like him that way. You know, that's just my dad. I don't. I'm not attracted to him. So I don't know. But at the same time, you know, you see people in. Everybody knows somebody or has seen somebody in some kind of a situation, domestic violence, things like that. And in your mind, you're like, oh, I would never go for that because we're on the outside looking in with a different perspective. Yeah. But you see these people like, why doesn't she get away? Why doesn't he get out? Oh no. Like, my son's not gonna rape me all those fucking. Things. I'm not talking. See, I don't went the other way. <laughs> that means, I'm just, that's I'm just saying in a situation. You not do my booty. No, situation. no, I get it. The one said he couldn't take no more. <laughs> he had been tearing this nigga up for years. Yeah. He was gonna die. We're talking about probably, probably like, about what the fuck? Probably about ten How years. Got hit by a no, like a, we, uh, a, you got to hit him with the color purple. How he died? Right, man. <laughs> with his dick in him. Right, That's fucked up. That nigga life was, was so and shitty. Then mom, and then mama killed him. Yeah, yeah. Hey, she like brutally killed that. Did man. she like yeah. shoot him? No, no she, she beat him she, with a fire poker. The, yeah, okay. hey, look, I, beat the I'm fuck to, out I'm of that. I'm trying to burn some of that in my head, man. Like oh, I was, like, who brought this back up? I'm sorry. It's all good. It was just like, it was so shocking. Like, I was telling my mom about it. She was like, I don't even want to hear it. Get out of here. Right. <laughs> she didn't want to hear the audio. Get out of my room. The what? shit was filthy. Yeah. And it filthy was, and it comes from a dirty place. Man. Let's, let's, let's make this movie about this boy who's obsessed with his dad and he rapes him. Like, okay. <laughs> sure. Man, rape is such a fucking harsh word it, to okay. use, what do you call? Have, No, you no, I mean, he died I, with no. dick in him. Like, what, like, <laughs> no, what do you want me to say? I no, I, 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 <laughs> no, I agree with you. It's rape, nigga. It's damn sure rape. It's I mean, like, it, was, it was forced upon with who? no consent. <laughs> I, I'm okay. with you. Like, who to, old, shit? to your older father. Right. Older unattractive This is when he set the stage for everything that we see on primetime TV, though. Like, because that's all we see is, like, we see gay shit on TV all the time. Like, I have gay friends, but... Sometimes it's consensual gay and, shit and on some, TV. And no, there's Raven. a lot of consensual gay shit on yeah. TV. That's what I'm saying. And it's... And, and my personal opinion is, is being forced upon try to force tolerance to mm-hmm. stuff to you know, make you okay with the fact that this man can kiss this man and this girl can, like, everybody don't have to like that. You know, no, like, what do I identify with? 
oh, well, this man should be able to go in this woman's bathroom because he identifies as being a woman. That shit and that's is stupid. very extreme. And that's stupid. That's I mean, really because I I'm think gonna, they need I to make a separate bathroom, like how when you go to the improv, it's like the men's bathroom, the women's bathroom, it's that one in the middle. That should be like the transgender bathroom because no. it's not. No, I feel like they should have a separate bathroom because they can't use the bathroom with men because Working there's some sick ass people out there that would take advantage of What the fuck? I don't want to see a man with a drug. Like, but then there's some men out there that like trannies. So we're going to have a transgender bathroom. Yes. Well, what happened shit. at Target? What happened at Target? I don't know. Didn't they mix all the clothes and, and create them bathrooms? Didn't they do that? <laughs> yeah. Then they just say there are no there are no clothing like separate gender sections. It's just shit Clothes. everywhere. Like how am I gonna find my stuff mixed in with the bra? Like I'm not looking for my stuff in the middle of women. It's such clothes. a touchy situation. It's like niggas will go down no because them gay niggas will, will call somebody on your ass. That's a hate crime. You know what I'm saying? I just like, wanna leave them you niggas. You know how many hate crimes will happen just because like if men knew like this is a transgender walking in the bathroom, like if it was a woman. That turned into a man, like they would try to do shit to her, and vice versa. No, like, they would not. Like, no man yeah. wants a woman who has like. Or if she was going balls. through the change, or if she was going through the change. Like, oh, so we're Bruce. talking about Bruce Jenner? Yeah. No, I Bruce ugly as fuck. Okay, no man if, wants Bruce that. like women. So what if Bruce was a creep ass nigga and he was in a women's bathroom with that, your chick? We mean, what if he is? He is. He is. I'm about to say. Just based on what you just said. Your girl in the bathroom putting on her makeup and he walked by and grope her ass. I can and rub his, his my, penis. My on girl? Her. Oh, she'll handle that. No, I'm just I, saying, I, like. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what? You're not, see, see, we can't no, even have a serious no, discussion. No, we are. <laughs> this is, this is, but this is ridiculous that these are the serious discussions of today's time. Oh, we should have a male, female, and other. confused. Other. Like, Hello, somewhere other. in the middle. Like, you got both, or you got one, or you working on the other. No, nah, that's, man, come on. That's that's a lot. What's your sexuality, Gray? In in between. <laughs> Let them niggas be, man. Let them do whatever fuck they got to do. They go on their way, I mean, you can go on your way. To each his own. But, but to try to force upon a tolerance to something that you may or may not disagree with, that's not cool. I just don't think it's fair that... You have to subject children to it. That's the thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. See, I'm, I'm seeing. I'm seeing too much of that. You know, it's it's always it's stuff that happened when we were kids that people it went right over their head. It's little stuff, and it taught you that everybody isn't mom, dad, sister, brother, dog. You right, know, right. like hell. I go all the way back to He Man. The girl Tila was adopted. Like Man at Arms was a dad, but it wasn't a real dad. And I'm like they they doing stuff like that. In in eighty three, mm-hmm. you know, no big deal. But it wasn't like, oh, he man like this boy, and they kiss him with big ass muscles and shit. Like like that's the stuff that no. Nah. But nowadays you got you got that on TV all day. How to get away? Every Shonda Rhimes show with some gay every shit going every on. show on. We're talking like regular basic television. Yeah, prime time TV. Man kissing man. Girl kissing girl. I like, haven't, like I haven't it's just, seen... Just for the sake of just doing it now. I haven't seen the episode of How to Get Away with Murder where uh, Connor wasn't getting some penis. See, that's what I'm saying. Like it's And they're trying to force it on you as the norm. Like, that's not normal. Well, and and if sure, you do, that's what you do. I'm but, pretty sure it was always going on. Right. Just like you said, it wasn't publicized the way it is yeah. now. And, 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 that's, now, that's and now you're thing. trying to force the hand. Like, well, hey, it's, this it's is, just because shit is different now. Like, like, yeah, oh, so this is going to be like every show. Like every single show, every well, episode, every Hell, like they got they got shows where you just got people that don't have romantic like okay, let's what we grew up on like Cosby Show. I hated that show. Okay, different world. 
Now I'm I'm looking for like okay fine different world. Like you had Dwayne and Whitney. They didn't kiss every episode. They didn't hug every episode when they was together. Every episode now you see what you got to see. You could just got to see two men kissing. Like they're forcing that. Yeah. For I no see, reason. You know at first before that though it was a lot of intimacy just man on woman like soft porn. But even man. before that it wasn't none of that. It, that's if what you I'm think saying. about like it, I love Lucy. I used to wonder like hey what the fuck. They used to they, they used to sleep in separate beds. That's yeah. what I was about to well, say. They, they, Wait, they ain't they married? To. But they had to they because had that's to how TV then. was. Then. Yeah, back But you got to think about back in the day, I know older couples now that sleep in separate beds. Shit, my parents still sleep in separate beds sometimes. Like Somebody probably rolling on the other one. No, that's probably all it is. Like, you, yeah. you sleep crazy. Yeah. yeah. That, but that was TV. Like, you couldn't put that on TV. Then. Yeah, that's crazy. Now you, now you seem to have no boundaries. Because I remember watching Nip Tuck back in the day, like, like damn, they put this on FX. Like, I remember that nigga had like put a bag on a bitch head, like and was like, and, and was dogging her, like hitting her from the back, like put a bag, on she, yeah, like because she was so ugly, because she was coming to get some work done or some shit. And that show was insane. And I was like, man, what the fuck? Like, is that cool? No, it's not cool. It's not cool. But you know what? It, but that's it like they talk shit TV about Empire. Like, if you could watch a whole hour. Of motherfucking empire, and Don't all you, you and all no, them. not even that, and all you got out of it was a little light skinned nigga kissing another man. Lucius didn't fuck ten hoes. Five of them hoes was Hakeem's. They'd have had a baby somewhere, and all you got was that two niggas was kissing. I think there's something wrong with you. Like that shit should have went over your head, like rolled off your back, like yeah. Oh yeah, we had that conversation. Yeah, like skip, like that shit should have been like skipped out the whole episode for you. That shit crazy. That's Real shit. What else is going on though? We got Remy and Nikki out here having beef. Like, she's so no, fucking. we don't have Remy and Nikki having beef. You know what? We had Remy making a song and building a casket all at once. Like, that's a wrap. Is there a comeback for Nikki? No, you know what I think it is. I don't know, man. I think it's Remy getting out of jail. I still want to make music. I miss my wave, yep, so let me I'll, get some fans out yep. of my belt. So well, you know what? When is, Rem- wait, when is, when is Remy's album drop? Next week? This week? Oh, it's already out. Oh, yeah. Because we always, we always, uh, we always create it's a beef to good. generate some sales. Man, what the fuck? That bitch so old. Let her has-been ass have this little month of shine that she gonna get, and then let that bitch go back to being a has-been. All I'm gonna say is, even if she killed Nikki on the rap side, you gonna Nikki do pop shit too. Well, Nikki, Nick, no, she's Nikki, never no, gonna pop kill shit Nikki. Too. That's what she does. So Nikki go see Nikki's response was, "You don't make the money I make. You don't have the you know the star power and all this that I do. Facts. So you're, it, which is true. So you're basically water under the bridge. And she right, you know, big fish, little pond. Remy like, yo, I'm independent. I get all the money on my you know sales, but it's like. Well, how much are you selling though? I mean, it was a dog song. So like lyrically, you know, you're not going to come back. But at the same time, Nas, Ether, Jay, and then Jay signed on the Def Jam. So we'll see. I like the song. I don't promote that stuff. That shit, even her style, or like the way she's rapping on that bitch is old. Well, I mean, she followed, it's she like, followed hey, Nas' rhyme scheme. That's why I made what the reference. What the fuck? She followed that same rhyme scheme. That's how that bitch rap. It was a dope that song. Ain't, she ain't tailored that it bitch or nothing. It was a dope song and it made for some classic <laughs> memes, dog. 
It made for some very classic memes. Take it. Bruh, the memes that you got off of that, though. Like, That's what I like, I'm saying. I like the one that I posted. It was like, Nikki, how you going to come from a bitch getting hit? I mean, she like... While, while, while driving, driving without a license, yeah. though. They, they they posted a meme about it. No, wait. She was, was getting her obituary. dick sucked while driving without a license. My bad. It was her funeral program. I'm like, y'all stupid, man. Like, yeah. she On that one, she got her. It ain't no comeback for that. But at the same time, her career, her career is fine. You know what I'm saying? Nikki. Oh, Nikki. Hey, listen. She's not worried about that. Like, like the battle? Oh, she lost the battle. But that's that's cool. But then white people were like, fuck it. I still love you, Nikki. Whatever you feel like. They said Remy Ma who? Who was that person? That's what I was going to say. That's exactly what it is. You got a certain huge demographic of fans that ain't never heard of them. They might not have known her from Terror Squad, might not have connected to anything like that. You look like, oh, I forgot about that. No, I didn't. Oh, I, okay. I know I was I was there. Like, I know she missed her motherfucking wave yeah. because you decided because to uh, shoot, to shoot a, bitch a bitch over yeah. some money right. and you was already on the way to becoming a celebrity, you stupid bitch. Like, yeah. So, so that like, shows you how priorities is fucked. And that's what you and you know that's what you know that's what, what happens. Somebody just Goes back in their mind and finds some issue from like eight years ago. Like, oh, I'm about to dog you. Oh, by the way, buy the album. You know what but, Okay, wait. So the Drake and Jay-Z jabs never came to no battle, to no full-ass diss songs. It's just jabs. It's just soft fucking jabs. Because that, I don't think that was built on it. Remy had her reason. She said what her reason was. Hey, people take things differently. Maybe Drake knew not to really do that. I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Like, I don't think it was that fucking serious. I, I don't said think what I had to say. You had what you had to it's say. It's like, Jay, like, you know, you can say whatever you want, but, like, like I'm I, still making millions. I like, like, I can make too much money for this. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. Kind of like Drake did with Mill, even though he, he made the song. And he even, like, kind of, like, Displayed that it was a lazy song, and he's still like, Yeah, he said, I'm about to go back to Trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, that was some gangster shit. Like, come on, man. That was the that, line of the year. Yeah, it was. That <laughs> no, was the shit. Well, he got body by a singer, nigga. Like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm saying, like, nigga, you on Twitter. Shout out to my boss, Memphis, watching yeah, niggas. Like, 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 yeah. That like, was that was what killed him. Them Those three lines. Yeah, yeah. that, that is the breakup. Oh, and then there's a lot of shit. Like, the little jab, it wasn't a diss song, like, on No Shopping. When he was talking about Joe Button. Yeah. Listen, I don't care what anybody said. That was some of the funniest shit that I've heard. It was it was pretty hilarious. It was. Man. But you know and it was true. All true. Facts. <laughs> so that's fucking facts. That's what makes it that's what makes stuff, you know, credible. When they when they support it with something versus just you stupid, you ugly, and you know, I'll fight you in the street. Like, yeah, no, nah, they had something behind that. It was substance to that. And it was funny. <laughs> and he had delivery on it. Man, yeah, that, that was that was <laughs> when when Joe tried to uh nah. marry Tahiri, she was like, No, I'm good. Drake ain't have to say, Ring, 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 I'll get back to you. Like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, like, hey, that's a personal moment in that man's life. And, like, and, and you know, that's just people letting you know, like, yeah, I'm I'm kind of a this right now. And you want to know what's crazy though? They play that diss on Spotify, like, it's an album. Like, I bet, yeah, I fucking bet because I mean. Like when back to back dropped, it it dropped like on some exclusive yeah, like after hour stuff, and now they just play it all day. <laughs> <laughs> like like it's a regular club song. It's it's just the song now. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be around for a minute too. So wait, we already said Nicki and Meek broke up. Like, what y'all think about these future and Nicki memes? Did our ass really drop? Oh man, yeah. I think <laughs> I think that's some Photoshop shit, man. I mean, no, it looks saggy. Like you can see it. Like I mean, you can't you can't Photoshop in the, the sag. 
I think like it's you ain't see the creases up under the booty. I, I did, but I think it. Well, I honestly don't know how to spot some of them. You can spot the the clearly fake Kardashian types. All right. Some of them I can't identify. Oh no! If that bitch ass don't wiggle, no none of that. I mean, but I mean, in a picture you can't see. Now, some of them just got all ass and toothpick legs. Like, yeah, that's dumb. And you know, you can see like the indentation of the actual like implant. Them pictures I see in the nigga. I, May or may I don't know. If it even... is flat, I hope the bitch pump it back up soon. You I know, mean, so we can get back to the norm. <laughs> I'm all for that. Nikki know, Nikki know what her money makers or, are. Or put the pad back on. Whichever one, you know, comes quicker. Whatever she, she had to got... talk with her consultant. She said we got to tone it down a little bit. It's cool. Mm. As long as she don't happened. have no K Michelle booty, like. That's just, hey man, they be doing see, that's what I mean. So that's just that's too, the one you can see right away. That's that fix a flat. They right? do like, Tammy Michelle so wrong. You can see that right away. Like, yeah, do, who do it wrong? Her plastic surgeon? No, like <laughs> niggas. Like, nah, man. What's the nigga you, name? Because you want to you want to reach and uh, grab uh, something uh, and yeah, squeeze yeah, it yeah. and not fear that it's gonna explode. Yeah, what the fuck is his name, man? The nigga. I can't think of what his name is, but K Michelle picked. I mean, she picked bad boys. Then she got a shitty attitude. And then her because they treat her like they say. So I, well, you know, what's that song she had on that one album? She was going through all of them. She had the ball player and the singer yeah. and all these cats. And and it's what you just said. Like you pick the dude that ain't gonna treat you like nothing. Then he don't treat you like nothing. Not because she mad. got a stinky ass attitude. Them other bitches that know how to shut up, they get everything. <laughs> But that bitch got uh, something I, to say about everything, man. I'm not man. touching that one. What? <laughs> For real. Hey, look, man. At the end of the day, like, you know, whatever. I ain't even a fan. <laughs> I mean, because every time you hear about K. Michelle, anybody talk about her, that's the first thing they say. Like What? Her attitude stink? Both. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Not your attitude and your pussy stuff. Both, yeah, both man, of them. You can't win. I ain't heard much about her though in the last. Agolado, her CD was dope. Not the one, not not the uh, uh, not the latest one she dropped, but the one before that. I think it's more issues than Vogue, but the one before that was dope. I think that's the one I was talking about. Yeah, that the album one, was dope. I can't, she I was can't running through it. all these these dudes in uh-huh. this one song. Yeah, I listened to that. You can just it's an easy listen. Well, right after though. a while, it's like if you. It can't. It can't always be a guy. After a while. So oh no! It's after a while, we it, we have to evaluate self. It's it's definitely her. Somewhere in it's her all day. Hey man, you watch Insecure? No, no, I'm not here. All right, so it's this Insecure man. First episode, man. Her friend, and it remind me so much of me. Like her friends, is pretty girl. She got a good career. She be dating all these dudes, but like, don't nothing ever work. Like she can't just keep a boyfriend. And so she was talking to uh, her friend, and she like her friend was just like. Bitch, maybe your pussy broke. Like, well, so, in so many words, eh? So maybe her pussy broke. Maybe and maybe, maybe, and maybe and, her attitude stink too. Wait, no. So wait, and then here go the funny part. And so in the episode, her friend get up on stage. It's like an open mic. They get her get her up on stage, and she raps about her pussy being broke. She's like, maybe it stink. Maybe it's dry. Maybe it's different. All this different shit. Like maybe it's broke. Like I mean, this is what I say to me. Halle Berry is still one of the finest women in the world. She can't. Maybe her pussy broke too. I don't think her pussy broke. I think the bitch just crazy because that's what everybody's weighing in on. It's it's one of them. I mean, (laughs) like the bitch is nuts. Everybody says that. You can't keep a man at all. 
Like after what? Yeah, pretty comes and goes, but uh, Halle Berry is a different kind of fine. Man, but, fuck you, tell And and they kept nothing. And we talk. Okay, we're not what about, about the wig? I can live. We just that. talking about like what is it about? And everything always came back to man. Like she just can't find the right guy. No, maybe it's her. Like maybe after a while, it's like it's her, and it could be a combination of stuff. She could be crazy. She could be a a sorry like you know fuck you know I don't know and. I don't know, but like one of them things it comes down to is like it, it can't be the woman. If the woman, I mean, it's got to be the woman after a while if she can't keep the man. Whoever can't keep the other person. I mean, we done been through, not we, she done been through Dave Justice, Wesley Snipes, Michael Ely, Eric Benet. Eric Benet. Spike Lee, I'd heard at one point. Eric Benet was addicted to sex too. Yeah, he was addicted to sex and cheated on her with a look like. Mm-hmm. Something ain't right here. Um, <laughs> who was the cat after Michael Ely? The baby daddy, the white guy, the the, oh, the, yeah, yeah. the dude, and and who she with now? Some I somebody. Yeah, I mean, I don't keep up to that point, but you just see it all the time, and they're like, "Oh, Halle Berry just having these problems. What's wrong with these guys? These guys? Come on, man! It's six dudes, and they all saying the same so, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it, after a while, it can't be the guy. It's you, you Muttley. You're the problem. So when do you know it's you though? <laughs> She probably always knew it was her. Yep. I mean, you. I'm, I'm starting to think she probably like, bitch, I'm Halle Berry. Like, I, yeah. I, I oh, do what I think I she want. been thinking that. No, <laughs> like, she I do had what, the big she head. Been, like, when doing you that. got other people on other shows referencing you and how pretty you are and what you got going on, you don't, you don't have a big and how, head. And how many men going to just, like, how, how long are you going to go for that? Like, just go for and that. And she ain't got too much longer. Nope. <laughs> sure don't. <laughs> She what, 50? Black don't there? crack, man. That stuff gonna stick around for a minute. But when it do start if she, cracking. If she get a if she blessed like Cicely Dyson, she'll be okay. Sheesh. Yes, that's what it Cause Cicely is, is black people's version of Betty White. She uh she holding on. She what, ninety yeah. two? Sheesh. She ninety something. Yeah, she gotta be. Let me see. Let me go. Yeah, that. That. Cicely Tyson is up there. Fine too. Like Oh, hey. you hit that. <laughs> I didn't say that, man. Right. That'd, that'd probably take her out. But like, nah, like, but she not. Boom. But she ninety two, walking. Everybody up, just right? dying no. with dick at her. Right. Hey, God she damn. Is That's what I'm saying. She'll be ninety three in December. That's Jesus. what I'm saying. And she gonna she gonna be ninety three in December. That's Bruh, my and thing. she got a lead. She got a role on the on a primetime show, man. She Annalise Mama. Age ain't nothing, man. It, look, she taking care of herself. She doing it the right way. She don't look like I would see her and think that she was legit like early seventies, late sixties. For real, she do good. I yeah. didn't know she was still. Alive. I didn't know she was that old. I I never... You know what, man? She was just like on a red carpet. Some maybe not the Oscars, but she was on somebody's red carpet not too long ago. And like ninety-two year old Cicely Tyson, like damn. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, like, Jesus Christ. Nigga, did you just lie to me? Like, damn, <laughs> but then they say that about Betty White. They're like, Betty White, like 93, 94. Oh, yeah. I believe it. Because yeah. when, when everybody was, you know, passing away at the end of last year, they're like, don't come for Betty White. Like, <laughs> Bruh, she's still funny as hell, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's is. my nigga. Yeah, yeah. Betty right. White goes hard. Let's get down to business. That's why we're here, man. It's, even though we're a couple months into the new year, I mean, it's still bitches probably out here screaming, New Year, New Me. Because it's only three months in. My favorite line. <laughs> new Year, New Me, Ron, give me a shake. Yeah, I Ron, do. I want a booty. Oh, man. Ron, I want you to pull out your 
bag of magic dust. Hey, I was just about to ask you that. Like, that's a question I have to know. What's that? With you being a personal trainer, mm-hmm. is there a way to build the booty? Yeah. Either you got it or Did you, you don't. It? Did you see my booty? You yeah. always had the little cakes. It just like <laughs> came to it all. It just came to form. Now it was always there. Yes, there's a way. Now here's oh okay. Now here's the here's the here's the answer. Yes, there's a way. No, there's not a way to dictate what it's gonna look like. Oh shit. So you can Big aim to build, and you can build shape, and you can get roundness and everything. Build a cup, all that stuff. But you can't just go in there and say, okay, I'm going to squat my way to Beyonce. I'm going to squat to J-Lo and all that. Like, that's, you know, you set yourself up for failure. Oh, if you, shit. If you aim to have this particular look and you do that, but you can build it up, yes. I mean, you can build up anything. You just got to work at it. Cool I've seen shit. it. I, I've seen that for years. I've seen people squat their way into dunk. I mean, and, you know. Really? Yeah. I mean, and I've seen, Okay. You ever see anybody have a baby and lose it? Have one. Have like a baby and just lose it. I don't know where it goes. It might just come out with the kid. And some of them get it back and some of them don't. They're like, how'd you get it back? I got back in the gym. That's real. I mean, they change up how they eat or whatnot or what. But yeah, I've seen it start flat and round all the way out. Now, it's not, oh, I'm about to go in there. I'm about to come out like Kardashian. Like, nah, you know, but you may or may not. It's genetics. It's your gotta work be, ethic. Gotta be. You know, but you can definitely go in there and put in some work and, and get some cups going. You can definitely do that. Girl, you wear them one chain, you got some booty. Oh, the ones I wore last time we did the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Y'all funny, man. Hey, I see it. Oh, man. Shay doing, Shay doing her thing, man. She doing work. I see it. I said, she got a little cup going. No, you know, nah. no disrespect. You know, I say it in the cleanest way possible because that's what they want. No, you know, they want to. They want to hear. They want to hear. But and you know, you don't say it like a creep. No. Like, damn, girl, you, you let, know, let's train some more. You get out. No, but I, I like. But I know that's what that. Yeah, everybody has something that's particular. Something specific they want to aim for. Like, oh, I want to be able to wear this top in July. I want to be able to wear these jeans, these leggings, this thing. Blah blah blah. Okay, cool. Let's work on that. You know, not nothing like spot specific. But yeah, you we gonna get it together. We are gonna make that work. No, I have specifics. Well, I mean, yeah, everybody's got specifics, but you got to target the overall because there's nothing like that, and male or female, there's nothing like that person that's 300 pounds and say, I only want to lose my stomach. There's nothing like that person that comes in there, they 300, they're like, oh, I just want to get rid of this. It's like, so you mean if you had a flat stomach and you still had these fat arms, you'd be okay? I mean, no, nah, I mean, we could do that later, but I just want to get rid of it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're somebody that's going to buy a product off of TV. And you're going to get mad when it don't work. But you got that delusion of grandeur where you can just like aim to that one point and it just work. That's more or less impossible. Damn. So what really, <laughs> what really makes this work? Is it, the, is it what you eat? Or is it like in specific, like what are things that you just have to have to give up to like make your meal plans? Excuses. That's what you have to give up. You have to give up excuses and make adjustments. That's not mine. I got that from Pastor Vernon. I will. I will never take Raynell. Raynell. Hey, I'm down with Raynell, man. Raynell Vernon. That's the word. I'm never gonna take credit for something I didn't say first. But but it's the <laughs> truth, though. So what people do? And okay, social media is full of pretenders, but it's also full of people who 
can motivate and inspire and do a lot of things. Now, one of the things I've been seeing in the last couple of years is people finding memes of, you know, fitness motivational type posts or people just posting like, oh, I did this today. I ate this. I did this. And blah, blah, blah. And it's cool. And one of the very consistent ones is you can't out exercise a bad diet. And so what I tell people now is the mentality that you should have in terms of how you eat is don't think of diet as a verb. Think of it as an adjective. Because when you think of it as a verb, you're giving it a shelf life and you're making it start here, end here, and then you more or less doomed to fail. Mm. You know, Just think about it in terms of diet as lifestyle to where when you go and do something that's deemed to be the wrong thing to do or oh, to cook you know you're not beating yourself up for it and you're not going to the gym thinking oh i had this cookie now i gotta do three and a half hours to burn out you're not killing yourself and you're punishing yourself for you know having something that you know is seen that's wrong because it's not wrong that's when the moderation kicks in but it always starts in the kitchen it always starts with what you eat you could be in the gym everybody's been in the gym for hours and you can see people that look different in a couple months, you can see people, see people that look the same 10 years later. Like, what are you doing? You eating something. And you always can spot somebody that know they're doing wrong when you ask them what they're eating. And the first thing they tell you is what they're not eating. What you eating? Oh, man, I don't eat beef or pork. Why not? <laughs> oh, I don't eat that. Well, you eating something, man, because you ain't busting no grapes in like four or five years that I seen you over here. Oh, well, you know, man, I got thyroids in that man shop. You know, like, no. <laughs> Just be for, be for real. No, because, you know, after a while, you, I've been in this for 10 years now. After a while, you don't want to hear that no more because it's like, look, I got to give it to you straight up. I can't sugarcoat it because sugar is what got you to my face in the first place. Somebody had to give it to me straight up. I was 340 pounds. Yeah, it wasn't a, a piece of muscle on me, but somebody had to give it to me straight like, yo. You was really that big? I was 344 and pounds. And you know what? My sister told me that. She told me, she said, you ever seen Ryan? I'm like, I don't remember Ryan yeah, 344 pounds. I heard high, morbid, obese. I heard the word morbid. I said morbid means death. This ain't a game. You know, like this is real. And I would go to the gym and I would leave the gym and quote unquote reward myself with rallies. Big Buford's like, first of all, it's still up to debate if that's even me. So we talking about two big beefers. Any anytime you can get two double cheeseburgers for under five dollars, <laughs> like hey, something. I really just caught what he just said. So you got, <laughs> so you got five dollars. I go to rallies after I leave the gym. Like I just put it in. Let me reward myself with this waste of workout value meal. Supersize it and get home. Like reset button. You start it over again. And, and so, yeah, I dropped a couple of pounds to start. But after a while, the body's like, yeah, man, you can't keep eating this garbage and think you're going to do something. So, nah, it always starts with what you eat. You got to mm. eat right. And you got to eat right long enough for your body to sense that you're eating right to make the, the change. It ain't about being perfect. Nobody eats perfect all the time. There's not a person alive that does that. And if they tell you they do, they're lying to your face. <laughs> Everybody has something. Everybody got an indulgence. I like fruit snacks. I like, I just do. I just like chewy candy that's just my thing um you got some people they got cookies they eat pizza and they're like oh how do you get away with that you can just no 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 they understand that a little bit here don't do nothing with the overall so they're not on a diet they have a diet that allows them to work around certain things adjective versus verb that's, that's kind of 
That's kind of where I'm at. That's like, what I mean by that. Like, this weekend, I'm not going to lie, I had some really good stuff. You had some because it was sweating out of you and I smelled it. Really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving workouts and post-Thanksgiving workouts, rather, are the worst workouts ever because I literally smell side dishes. You smell every starch sweating from somebody's pores. I ain't talking about you. I'm just saying in general. I'm going to say you smell that Mexican cornbread. I, I, smell, I smell macaroni cheese. Sweet potatoes. I just smelled it all through the gym. It was disgusting. But you know that's <laughs> just what happens. People was getting it, they was getting it in such like mass quantity. I guess <laughs> it was just mad. You not mass like quantity. You just, Buckets of mac. Damn it. You, you just sweating out mashed potatoes. <laughs> like <laughs> bring me that barrel of mashed potatoes over here. I mean it's real. And you know, is that why you used to call my sister Pepsi? <laughs> no, no. Yo, I call your sister Pepsi because she worked out in a weight management facility with a Pepsi T-shirt on. Like you just said, you're asking to get talked about. You walk into a place <laughs> that promotes weight loss with a Pepsi T-shirt. You can't drink pop while you promoting it. That's you're right. That was just funny. You know, <laughs> you walk into you know, basically if you walk into a, a an AA meeting with like a Newport T-shirt on, like you're you're teasing somebody <laughs> from across the meeting. <laughs> Somebody in the circle like, hey, my name is Ray. You know, I'm addicted no, to cigarettes. To, and you just sitting there with that shirt on, like. No, you go to an AA meeting. You pull your, you go to the vending machine and pull out a Crown Royal bag. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> all, you know. And it was, and she wasn't the only one. But then I called her Pepsi because I didn't know her name. Okay. So when I first saw, I'm like, this girl walked up in here with a Pepsi shirt on. She about to get it. What? Ten years later, she's still Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> But they, they get to own it in that. Because she understood why I called her. That. She's like, I should never wear this shirt. Nah, you shouldn't wear that shirt. Y'all shouldn't wear the McDonald's shirts. Y'all should wear none of them shirts when y'all up in somebody's weight loss facility. Like, come on, man. Be for real. Ain't, ain't nothing good about fries that don't die. Sit them fries on the table. You come back 10 years later with a kid, you know, grandkids. Them fries ain't moved. <laughs> they did hey, you nothing. put some water on and put it in the microwave. I guarantee you it gets again. I believe it. I had one up under my cryo- seat for like two years. Are they like cryogenically still, engineered? Yeah. It was still mushy. Fries. That's okay. You gonna put that in your system? I saw you McDonald's. I'm not. I'm not. And I'm when not. I saw super size me. That shit made me want to eat McDonald's. I was oh. like, oh fuck, they got that. Nigga, did they always have that? Yeah, hey, bro, we about to. Hey, fuck this movie. Come on, nigga. Bro, that wasn't the best. Hey, <laughs> hey, I bullshit you not. Bro, that was not the best. I tell you no lie. When we saw Super Size Me in school. Was it hell class? Yeah, uh, yeah. For a week. For a week, we ate McDonald's. I'm talking about like lunch and dinner for a week. And then my fucking balls started hurting. I bet they did. Like, I had motherfucking pain in my nuts. And I said, you know what? This can't be good. Nah, man. This can't be right. Like, <laughs> like you know, we, we used to do things at the gym where we were, um, we were really trying to make a, a conscious effort to let people know about what they were ingesting in their bodies. And one day, it was a client. She brought in. A pack of Twinkies. What? Yeah, she brought in a pack of t- not not like a box. She just brought in two in a little plastic bag, taped them up on the window, and I kid you not, January to August, nothing happened. Like they just did didn't move, didn't shake, shit, nothing. Didn't change form, didn't disintegrate, didn't dissolve. And it was gross. Like you could open it up and eat that. And it's like, what is in this stuff that's like preserving? Preserving it. 
that long. Those like chemicals. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, okay, so now you putting all that in and now you want to come into a a workout class or go to the gym and get on the elliptical and then you gonna outrun that? No, nah, man, we don't even know what that is. I can't identify that. <laughs> how how like confident are you that you're gonna get that out of your system? Like that fifteen letter word that can't nobody pronounce, man, mean glue. It it just might mean it. Could it, be. Yeah, it, it could mean honestly it could mean cancer form and agent. Like oh, I don't know shit. what any of this stuff means. I mean, I ain't trying to scare nobody off stuff, but that's just the idea of when people just overindulge in and crap you know they're like oh you know hey you know i'm about to start you gonna help me with my food yeah what should i eat what should i eat what shouldn't you eat crap what's crap you know what crap is after a while you have to you can't hold people by the hand and pretend like you don't know what crap is you know what crap is you know you don't wake up eating cookies and go to bed eating ice cream you, you don't do that have some food make some food you ain't that busy nobody in the world is that busy where you can't cook one meal I ain't unsure, but you're going to be buy McDonald's every day. Look, that man don't supersize me. Well, he almost have a heart attack and got angry. He <laughs> gained like 30 pounds. No, he gained more than 30. Well, okay. Did he do it for 30 days? Yeah, 30 yeah. days. And he almost died, right? Yeah. It's, oh, my nigga, it was real. Yeah, it was real. I'm it's, talking about the, the pain I had after a week of like, McDonald's. Like, my nigga, I thought my shit was about to fall. Like, <laughs> I thought my shit was just about to drop. Netflix got a whole... Netflix got a whole section of movies that have you reevaluating your life. Um, Forks over knives. Uh, Super Size Me is another one. They have uh, the Cowspiracy, Food Inc. Man, you know, just make you just start reading some more. Like, man, what have I been eating all this time? <laughs> Hell, I just bought some chicken the other day from the store. It said it was good to the fifth. It's only the first, and it was smelling yesterday. I, I was highly upset, but I did. At the same time, it's like this was a dead animal, and you had to pump it with something to boost it back to make it edible, and it didn't last as long as that sticker said. This is true. This is the stuff that you just think about. Not, not you're not trying to scare nobody. You're just trying to, you know, make an awareness. And I'm like, yo, this is this is what the the government is doing, and this is what people are doing to this food that we ingest. And we got to be mindful about it. Got to stay around for the babies, man. All right, so you said you've been doing this for 10 years. 10. Where did you start at? Where was the first gym that you worked at? The very first gym I worked at. The very first gym technically was FitWorks in Richmond Heights. Okay. Didn't last long. Um, got in there two weeks. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't swing it. I'd already had two jobs. I was working at a university hospital. I was working at Days Cosmic Subs. But I went in there, and I was just so in love with the whole gym thing. I was like, I basically was a bus boy. I'll do whatever. I'll clean up. I'll stock the supplements. I'll mop the floors. I'll do whatever I got to do. I just want to be involved. You get a free membership. Cool. Free membership and $8 an hour. I was I was sold. You know, I, At that point, I didn't care because it wasn't about the money. It was just being involved. But I couldn't, I couldn't maintain that. So I left there. Now, the place that I actually lost my weight at, um, the Fit Center, which then was called Fit Challenge, that's when I started training. Um, and I started as a group exercise trainer. That was 2007. So, wait, my question is, how long did it take you to lose your weight? Uh, I don't know answer that. Six months. Really? It took six months. So, what I did prior to going was, 
what I thought was right. When I was just told that story about eating rallies and stuff after I leave the gym, I did that for two years prior to. So what I lacked was discipline. And it was a, a substantial amount of knowledge in my head, but I didn't have that incentive to do it until I got in a program where it was a consequence for not doing it. Okay, fine. That's something that helps me stay accountable. Went in there June, what, D-Day, uh, June 6th. And somewhere towards the end of December, it was 110 pounds down. And that was that was like, wow, you know, like I didn't recognize myself. It was a big thing. And I sat there for at least another eight months scared to just eat food, do stuff. I didn't, you know, going out with friends. Man, we about to get chicken. Yeah, I, I'll take the celery, you know. Let me get the celery. Y'all eat the wings, you know. Like, you want the ranch? No, nah, no. Nah the ranch or the blue cheese I don't I just ain't on my meal plan you know it was stuff like that I remember being in yeah man yeah. You, you I think I started it there in 07 that was when I first started because yeah. I went to prime you know how like a kid a kid is afraid of like their parents and they don't realize that that fear that they have is a respect for their mom or dad to know like okay if I do this you know dad gonna fuck me up and I don't want to do that he gonna whoop my ass so you know kid that's how kids learn some respect not that that I'm afraid every time you walk in the house but I just know I can do this but I can't cross you right here you know and that's kind of what I learned in there like you know there's certain stuff that you can do and there's certain things you other you couldn't do and in there it was yo you know you came in here for this goal everybody came in here for the same goal and then you start to see that a lot of people don't reach it based on whatever reason, you know, various reasons. But for me, it was, okay, this is an investment in myself, man. I just had this woman look me in the face, tell me that, you know, based on your weight and body fat, you're going to die, you know, if you don't do something. So I did something. I made an adjustment. I didn't make another excuse. She said, this is how the program works, so you follow the program. I'm in your house. I'm going to do what you say to do. Hell, that's what I paid for. I didn't pay you to do my own thing. I could do that for free. So, yeah, got it in, and that was it. And the rest was history, as they say. <coughs> I just remember going to her, and one of the things I didn't like about going to Fed Challenge was, like, she talked crazy. And one of the things, she never talked to me crazy, but um, my sister had left, had a baby, came back, and... um. Matter of fact, my sister had had my nephew already, so she lost her baby weight with her. Mm -hmm. But she had fell off the wagon. Mm -hmm. She gained all this weight. And when she came back, she was like, what did you do? Swallow a whale? <laughs> and she went on That's and cool. on and on. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, let me cash this bitch outside. Like, <laughs> like I was so hot. Like, Be how nice. you gonna come at somebody like that? Be nice. But I mean, that's just the kind of person she was, so... I mean, it worked, though. Yeah, it did. Because, it you know, never mind the actual the actual words or the delivery. Somewhere in there, the message was always, you got to do better. Yeah. And so, yeah, you could call somebody out or name. You could call them elephant, buffalo, whatever, all that stuff. But if you, if you undress all that and you really got to the root of the matter, it was always... What you're doing is not helping you in any way, and you need to do this. Yeah, there was no best on manner, but, you know, if you could look past that, and I'm not making excuses for that because that's still wrong, but if you could look past that, then you got the understanding that, yeah, you know, 
I need to do something before it's too late. Because you could heal yourself for free with, you know, changes in your life or you can go pay a doctor to do it. And don't nobody want to do that. I mean, like, the way, like, healthcare and stuff is now, I mean, it's unnecessary because it's all, for the most part, it's all preventable. It's all something that you have a choice in the matter of. You can choose to, you know, control, like, say, diabetes. To, a, to an extent, some people can choose to control that, what they do in their life. You know, so when you start making excuses about stuff that happens, it's like, no, the only thing is you didn't want it bad enough. So, yeah, she, yeah you, people were taught too crazy, including myself. But, like I said, you got, when you, like, kind of undressed that issue to see what, what was really going on, you know, some that was just her method of letting people know, like, yo, you're not doing yourself, your heart, your organs, any kind of favors. So, I guess. So, what made you walk away from fish Simple. Um, and not simple. But, but it, you know, the reason I say it's not simple is because it was, I've always said I left two years too late. But, I still left. And, it, okay, let me word this the right way. In this profession, if you really love what you do and have a passion for what you do, or like your purpose and your passion should make you the money. And when it comes to that, you have ideas and visions and goals for yourself. And this fitness industry in particular is it's easy to be your own boss um, in terms of, okay, I want to be a... I want to be my own trainer and I don't want to work for the man, so to speak. You don't have to. Like I said, I worked at a gym. I worked at a gym that had a leaking roof for 20 years <laughs> and would charge a, an annual fee for like building upkeep, but you didn't fix the roof. And you, we had set prices for training of minimum $60. I said, now this is a, a hole in the wall. It's a dump. So they're not paying for the gym. They're paying for me. But they're paying the gym price because I'm an employee. So things like that. And so when it came to working there, it was, okay, now I could either sit here and work for somebody else and help build somebody else's dream or I could work on my own. And so with that, it's like, I got to go. Plus, for everything that you, you know, it was a lot of stress working there. It was a... I mean, I'm not going to talk bad about anything or anybody, but it was still, you know, it was what it is. It was a negative atmosphere. Um, I woke up mad going to work, went home mad coming from work. You know, I got a, I got a woman, man. I don't want to take that home to her. Like, <laughs> and, and, and she don't deserve it because she didn't do it. And so you just go home mad. Hey, what's the matter? Everything. Like, no, nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to hear that. So it's like, you know, it gets to the point like, I want to start a family. I can't come home to a family like, oh, dad's mad again. For what, though? And and for peanuts. I mean, got to be honest, man. I wasn't making any money doing that. I mean, in a year that I was gone, I've been able to, you know, start my own company, establish the brand, and expand on stuff. And, like, you basically control my own destiny. So now... It's up to me to get out what I put in, and I wouldn't wouldn't want it no other way. You know, I don't I don't want to sit there and think, oh, what could have been. No, I'm going to think what's going to be. I don't know what the next page is, but I know it's not going to be the. Uh, I'd rather like. 
I'd rather fail on my own than like succeed working and pushing somebody else to the moon. No, nah, that's just not how I was built. I, I think you're doing pretty good though, cause you have quite a few well, clients. Thank you. You know what I'm thank saying? You. And you said you've been doing your own thing, like pursuit of PT as well. How how old? Well, it by like technicality, uh, a year and a half. Okay. A year and a half. I mean, in in the sense of what I've been doing, it is got diamond status, but. In the sense of being, you know, state registered and all that, <laughs> a little over a year. Uh, got it filed with the state in um, October last year. And people always say, you know, like, it always just says in pursuit of. Like, in pursuit of what? It's like, well, you tell me. Because if I ask you, what were you trying to obtain? You'll say this. And any other person could have a different answer. We're all different individuals. So you're in pursuit of your own particular goal and your own particular success and you have what you want to have you know you have what you want for yourself and it's not going to be the same as your best friend or your twin brother you know it's it's an individual idea of what you want to obtain so that's what that means that's why it's those three dots at the end because that's basically a filling your own blank nice that's really creative well thank you never would have thought about that yeah i just you know you just don't want to you just don't want to like box yourself into saying in pursuit of fitness. Well, no, she might be in pursuit of wellness, and and he might be in pursuit of you know holistic therapy. You know, so I'm not gonna put the the tagline on you are. You tell me, and then we'll get we'll get there together. All right. Check you out, my man. <laughs> Check you out. Drop that science. All right, so I know you was telling me about this the other day. Like, what are you doing with your hood? Like, what's the, what's the what's going on? You was like, yeah, I want to do this and I want to do that. Well, you like, know what? I um, everybody go okay. So I have long hair, and I have a very apparent bald spot in the middle of my dress. And no, I don't wear this to hide it because I can't wear this uh, at all times. Like, I wouldn't wear this to church or anything like that. <laughs> but work. yeah. Cause I do have a I do have a day job. I do work at a bank, and I couldn't wear this there. Do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, man. I, uh, I'm grinding. Nonstop grind. Grinding. Okay. Grinding all day. Um, and you know what ends up happening is, um, you know, people can always read something from you, but you still like to shut things out. And like I said, I came from a real negative place. It really started there. Um, I would be in the facility working and. I would wear the hood more so. It wasn't a style thing. It was to try to block out that unhappiness. And I didn't want it to like resonate amongst the clients when they were coming for class because they didn't come for my problem. You know, I was I was in an unhappy state back then. And it was just, oh, man, I'm, I'm miserable. And and if I wear this, you know, it kind of blocks that blocks that from coming out. So you can't really you can't get a good look at my eyes. You can't see like that. And then everything that you deal with outside of that, that when you pull up to the gym, you have to leave that outside because when you walk in, nobody asks for your problems. And at the end of the day, nobody cares about your problems. And they shouldn't because it, it's not their it's not their fault. It's not their issue. They come in for this purpose. What they don't want to hear is your woe is me story about why this happens in your life. It's That's what you have to deal with on your own. So that's kind of what the hood started to like personify. It was just kind of masking away like, pain that you had to deal with on your own, like your own different situations. And then it just turned into like the trademark look. So when I don't wear it, they're like, what's the matter? 
<laughs> like nothing's the matter. I just, <laughs> you know, maybe I'm just having a better day. You and know. You know what? It's days where, when you don't, like, you know what's yeah. going on. Yeah, it, it's just become like the signature look now because uh, I wear it all year. They're like, are you hiding your ball? No, man, I'm bald. Like, I'm, I'm bald. It's okay. I can wear a hat for that. Like, no, I'm not hiding anything. Do you know I'm bald? Yeah. Then there's nothing to hide because you still know it's there. <laughs> it's okay. No, no. It's just It just turned into that. But, yeah, that's where it started from. Uh, and I had a couple colleagues when I was working at the gym. They're like, you know, what's the matter? But when I started wearing it, they're like, you don't – it's as if you don't want somebody to look at you. And I was like, well, you know – I don't really want to get into that, but the fact that you kind of picked up on that, it's like, well, then let's just go with that. Let's just, you know, let me try to figure out what's going on here so I can make, like, moves so that I could be happy with my life because at, at that time I wasn't. I didn't feel successful. And I didn't feel like, you know, I was getting a return on all the work I was doing because I was working for somebody else. It's like, so, so I get to see all my blood sweat and tears and all that time and effort pushed in and you know you you get to stand on that and like so where am i wondering no nah, i gotta go you know and you just you just keep it on and now it's just it's still stuff that i deal with where i where i wear it and it's um it's one of those things where it's like i block negativity from coming in and i keep mine from going out because it is a whole lot of stuff that can go on man at the gym <laughs> at any given day I mean, the the word of the last two years is petty. And um, it's a lot of that that goes on on the day-to-day. And I'm like, no, nah, I got to keep that stuff out of here. So this this my little, this my little <laughs> force field. I'm going to save that to the end when we... What, petty? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I seen something the other day, and I was just sitting there like, oh, this bitch going to suck quarters out of her. I got to see this worth the popcorn. But ain't nothing happened. We're going to talk about it. See, I don't even look at this. See, that's what I mean. I need a hood, too. See, when I got the hood on, <laughs> I can't see out my peripheral now. So I'm good. I don't want to see that crap. So you going to make this party on merchandise or... Um... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have that. I'm working on that right now. As in, like, right now. Like, I've been I've been back and forth between um, between people who uh, who do designs and um, embroidery, uh, embroidery on uh, clothing and apparel. So I've been back and forth with that for the last two weeks. So I'll have actual apparel out by the end of the summer, beginning of the summer, fall. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make that, I'm gonna make that really work. In pursuit of gear, or I might have a different name. I don't know, but uh, you'll see it. Yeah, Working I'm, on all that now. I'm ready. Cause you don't want, cause you know, <laughs> you know. You I, I grew, wear that fit on the shirt no more. Well, here's the thing. Like I grew up, <laughs> I grew up big Master P fan. I was, I was big No Limit head, and I remember I'm thinking like. You know, you name everything No Limit, man. Name it something else. No Limit records, No Limit food, No Limit clothes, No Limit shoes, blah, blah, blah. Think of something else. Like, I don't want to, I don't want the name to, like, I don't want to, like, overdo it with the same thing over and over and over and over. In pursuit of, like, meal plan. In pursuit of box lunch. No, like, come up with something else. So, <laughs> yeah, like, nah. I'm a, but, you know, you'll have the, the original's got to be there because it all starts from there. It's going to be there, and then it'll expand from that. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to get that because, you know, you want that message to be for everybody. It walks around. And look, it's advertisement for real. And so you get people walking around with your stuff. Where do you get that from? Bam, there's the link on the back of the shirt. Well, yeah, it's still a business. Still got to pay the rent. Right. <laughs> rent still due on the first. <laughs> hey, it is, though. Right. 
So, I mean, like, a lot of your clients are women. This is... All of my clients are women. Not true. Not true. I got a couple guys. Okay, so... Um, when it comes to male clients, why do you think client relationships don't last as long as the female clients? Like, <laughs> oh, that's easy because we're men and we don't want to be told what to do. But no, that's not true. But um, I really don't know because some men do and some don't. It's just a matter of you know who you can draw, who you attract. Because like a couple of my friends that have got a few male clients. And it's a, and they might just, you know, respect their body of work and, you know, their portfolio. Um, and not to say they wouldn't respect mine, but, you know, it's a multitude of things. I don't think there's one reason why. Because for me, the male clients that I do have, I've had them for a while. And um, they've been around. And, you know, they, they say, oh, you know, you were overweight once upon a time and I am now, so you know my struggle. You know, I don't think I could train with an athlete or somebody who was like a pro ex-pro player because they haven't been where I am. So in turn, like, I kind of have what, a gimmick, so to speak. Um, but, you know, your testimony kind of works in your favor. So it's just a matter of like who your demographic is and who you appeal to. Um, and, and yeah, like some, it's a small percentage of guys that just don't want to be told, you know, what to do about another guy because we all know everything. That's why we get lost every time we drive somewhere. <laughs> it's, it's just nature of the beast. It's, and, it's, it's, you know, it's no big deal. I don't care who comes as long as they're serious about why they come. Like, don't don't waste my time. I don't want to waste yours either. We can't give it back to each other. So if you're coming, come ready to do something. When people see, like, you, uh, people see my posts for advertising, for specials and things like that, I'll say serious inquiries only what you mean by that what did it say like if you come into play don't come here you know no like people go oh you know you can't turn down money yes you can <laughs> you can yeah, you can. can turn down some money um because if you if you really confident in yourself you believe yourself you'll make it back and it might not be immediate but you'll make it back but you'll rather have it substantial than have you know just some girl just ready to throw money so she could be a part of something right or some guy just want to just sit there and I don't want to do that. Like, okay, fine. Then don't want to go do that with him over there. I don't have time for that. Nah, nobody has time for that. You you pay your money for a trainer. I've always said to myself, to hire a personal trainer is the same as cable TV. A lot of people have it, but nobody has to have it. You know, you can you don't have to have it. So I consider myself a luxury expense to anybody who hires me. So I have to give them what they want. But in return, it's like if you're gonna pay for the service. Take advantage of the service without taking advantage of, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. That's just how I feel about it. So, you said most of your clients are women. Yeah. Um, I don't know if guys go through this, but I know a lot of women go through, like, a lot of self-esteem issues. Mm -hmm. So, like, do you ever have to deal with, or, like, have you ever had clients that you've ever had to get past, like, self-esteem issues? Still doing it to this day. It, see, one thing about it is... The one thing about it is, with when it comes to this, is when you go through that metamorphosis and change. The only thing you're changing is the the book cover. It's still the same story inside. So, if a okay, we're talking about women. So let's just say, young lady, she comes in. She says, "I want to drop fifty pounds." Well, she drops that fifty pounds, and she looks different. 
that doesn't automatically change her self-esteem. So now you have to deal with the different way people are looking at you. And it's something that she has to learn all over again, something she has to get accustomed to. It doesn't change overnight. Every, you know, everybody responds to it different. Some people, this other, let's say type A. Type B could drop that same 50 and be like, I'm ready for the world and just be out there. And type A could still be shy, secluded, you know, covered up over there in the corner somewhere because that's not the only thing that has, you know, that changes with you. You know, you, you go through a whole thing. You start seeing how people respond to you how people treat you. The world is cruel, man. <laughs> it's, it's different. You know, I've been on both sides of the line. I've been on the side where, you know, I wasn't like given a second look and I've been on the side where I was like given the free access, so to speak. It's, it's just different. It's just a matter of how you deal with it. Do you think social media plays a big part in the self-esteem issues that we have? Or, like, the self-esteem issues that... It can if you let it. It can if you let it. Because what you do is... It, <laughs> well, everybody's an Instagram model these days. I, I love that about it. But, I'm an Instagram model. And, you know, I, I am. Yeah. I was once upon a time. But, you know, people people start to see things and see what they want. And, they you know, they might beat themselves up because, they you know, they're not there. But it doesn't mean they can't get there. And, you know, you never want to take yourself and match it next to somebody who's not you and aspire to be exactly like that person and get disappointed when the results vary because they do like that that wasn't your calling your calling was this you know work towards the best you not the next this person that's real shit yeah you gotta kind of make it specific to yourself because I mean, Even, like, working with my sister, like, me and my sister work out together, and I see her, I try to help her as much as I can, but our battles are different. You know what I'm saying? We can't, we have the same goal, but our journeys are very different. I mean, you gotta, and you gotta look at it like this. You and your sister, how many years apart are y'all? Eleven. Eleven years apart with two children that make the difference. You know, you're not, and you're not the same person. So, you know, build differently. Like, one could look like dad, the other one looks like mom, and stuff like that to where, you know, you don't want to say, okay, this is our body type and put a jet beauty on the wall, and y'all both gunning to look just like this girl. You know, I remember when, uh, what, when did Tiana Taylor do that dance? Babe, that was probably what? When did that, like, yeah. that was just, okay, when that, that just dropped and everybody was back in the gym? Oh, that was ridiculous, but that was funny. Oh, and... But what I did start noticing was there were girls who die hard and wholeheartedly wanted to look just like her and were like, that's not your body type, though. Like, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't have curves. You're in shape. You look great. You didn't have curves, though. Why are you upset? That's the thing. It's not that, you know, because it's on social media, it's bad. It's because you allow it to, you know, dictate your emotion like that. It doesn't have to. Like, nobody, nobody puts the gun in your head and, and says, you have to be this and look like this and do this or else. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's just how you view. And that's, that's from within. That's how you view yourself. Because if you don't, okay, the Super Bowl, at, at the Super Bowl um, performance, Lady Gaga was out there. She had her stomach out. She had a little jiggle. They body shamed her the entire night and next day. Yeah, the memes are funny, but they, they body shamed her. 
Wait, and, uh, my brother girlfriend said she looked like she had cigarette burns on her stomach. See, I ain't. <laughs> no, I didn't see it. I was at work. It was a. She had just a little, a little shake. If you ask me, I would trade my my mid section for hers. And day. and I think a lot of people would. And you know what, Lady Gaga to me, what she like represented was the everyday girl, which. You know, everybody's not going to look, again, like Tiana Taylor, and that's okay. You ain't supposed to because you're not Tiana Taylor. Um, and where everybody don't look like Lady Gaga, but, you know, she embraced it as, you know, this is who I am, and I'm happy with that. And that's where a lot of people fall short, and that's why they do stuff like that, because they're not happy with self. And that could start with this, or it could start with something totally unrelated. You never know. I mean... Ain't no telling what somebody could be suffering with that or, like, just going through that make them not like how they look or feel good about themselves. And that's what draws a lot of those people into that gym and keeps them there for so long. So if you ever notice that, when somebody comes in there at 5 and doesn't leave till 9.30, it's like, yeah, because they're they're battling with something. And they just calling it love. And they could, yeah, they love where they work out. But they love it because it's keeping them from facing that reality, too, sometimes. Mm. Like, I don't want to go back home and just be me again. Because I, yeah, I don't like me. You know, that's, that's yeah, I, I have to hear that every day. People say, you know, your personal job. I said, man, look, when I go to the barbershop, for my beard, clearly not my hair. But when I go to the barbershop, you know, we telling our barbers all kinds of stuff. And they just, they psychologists. And that's what we do, too. Like, you people come up to you like, hey, what's going on? You ready to get this work out? My husband gets on my nerves. Whoa. Oh, oh, you just go straight for the gut. Like, damn, I wasn't ready for that. But <laughs> but that's what you get all the time. My kids is this. My husband that. This fool over here. Blah, 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 blah. And they just let it out on you. And then and sometimes it's about them. I can't get this part. Get this. Blah, blah, blah. Yo, you got to chill. This You didn't get this in a day. You can't lose it in a day. It's not going to be a week. It's not going to be a month. It's going to take some time. Then once you get it, then you got to keep it that way. Kind of like being in school, you earning that A. Once you get that A, now it's gonna take even more work to keep that A and sustain it. That's why I never got A. You was a fool, man. Fuck them A's. Too hard to keep that. That's fine. I don't. Not tonight. I just, I never did. I mean, (laughs) study, pay attention, come to class. So many particulars. I didn't get A's either. Like not a lot, but I didn't go to class. I, I kind of studied. I so didn't I was study. Goofing off, man. Studying was overrated until I got to college, and I was like, "This, you better study because you don't." Yeah, know when you get this. to college, and yeah, like because teachers they let you know I don't care about you. <laughs> the, brief, the brief time I did spend at college, I semi studied, like two days prior. Like I wouldn't study after that. You know, college, man, college was different because it's like I didn't realize what I wanted to do until I was two years gone. <laughs> so, I mean, really, really know for sure. Like, I was a year or two out of college before I really made, like, yeah, I got to do this. Yeah, college, man, it's almost a setup. <laughs> it, was, it is. It's almost a setup. Like, nobody know what they want to do. And then they come out of college, they got a degree. What you about to do now? I don't know. <laughs> that's funny. Like, yeah, and then you, that's where everybody goes back at 30. Like, cause yeah. now, you, now you know. Like, now I'm ready now. <laughs> and you know what, you're not. That's why I'm not upset about being 28 where I am. Like, 
you're not really great until you in your 30s like a lot of people oh, like don't really get good at what they do or hit their peak after you 30 so I'm not I don't be upset but I'm like look you gotta get your shit together because this ain't gonna last forever uh, look and you <laughs> I hit 30 you know what and that was one of the things I was working at um, I was working at a hospital and I was turning 30 and I was making I mean you know I don't have a degree and so and that's uh, clearly the prerequisite to do everything. You know, they want you to, like, go through these years of school to say that you have this certificate. As if, you know, that, well, I, let me, that's, let me get off my soapbox. But anyway, um, I was in the $19, $20 an hour range. God damn, where to, are you now? To just register patients in when they would come to the hospital to see the doctor. And that's something you can give to a, a college kid or a high school kid. Yo, check this patient in and make sure their insurance is valid. Is that job still available? This job is always available. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll talk after this. <laughs> yes, we will. So, <laughs> and so I, and I just remember being at church one day and the pastor saying something along the lines of, you know, doing what your passion does and your purpose is and making the profit from it. And it just hit me in a way. It's like, I got to get out of this, man. Like, this, this ain't my calling. You know, I got to go full-time fitness. You almost gave my best friend a heart attack. Who? You should have seen the look on his face. No, nah, I did. I, I thought did. it was a secret job. No, I don't know. No, I sat at the desk. I was the first person these uh, people saw when they walked in. And I gave it up. And they said, well, what did you do? I said, well, I went to go work at the gym. And they said, well, how much you make at the gym? I said, well, no, I was training. I was making the same. They said, what happens when you weren't training? I said, well, they called that, you know, off trainer hours. And you made minimum wage. And they're like... But you were 30 years old. Yeah, but that just mean I had to really work for it because I couldn't afford my life on minimum wage. So I had to really bust ass, you know. You know, there's no other way to do it. You know, you got a house or apartment, a car, you know, social life, bills. You're not doing that on 850. <laughs> that's that's just not gonna happen. And you wasn't getting 40 hours or benefits. So I had to outsource my health care and all that stuff. Oh yeah, like like, yeah, I love what I do because I was gonna make that work. I was gonna find somebody to pay that rent because, um, as in terms of like making it on my check, not like not like sugar mama me, nothing like that. Nah. Uh, how much the hell is your girl? Well, that's <laughs> I'll take that one too. No, no, no. But yeah, like you know, I gave that up because you know, as as good as that money was at that time, it was like this is boring. This, I I need to be living in my purpose instead of like wasting my years. And so I said, I can't do this going into 30. So like two weeks before my 30th was my last day. And I left that, that 19, what was it, like 1976 or something like that to go make 850 until I started getting some clientele. Then, then I started getting some money. So you just, you, I had to take that risk to make sure you was really equipped for what you said you wanted to do. Man, you about that life. Yeah. I about that life. Yeah. I mean, it was, a, it, it was a, look, no, 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 don't. I ain't about to act like I'm just fearless now. I was scared. You know, you you jumping off a cliff and somebody that's afraid of heights, you know, it's like this parachute got to open. But it, but God, you know what I'm saying? It opened. And, it, and it's been open. And even through like the rough spells and stuff and the things that made me put on this hood that became my signature look, you know, you still make through. Because it's like you, you know, if you're in your lane, you know, you're going to find a way. And right now, just building on to better things, you know. I'll be back. I'll be back out there full time, and when I am, <laughs> they better be ready. 
That's real shit. They better be ready. All right, so we've been at this for a while, so we're about to try to wrap this up. Okay. Um, we're gonna take an express route. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what's the fried, the most fried thing you've ever experienced as a personal trainer. <laughs> you know what? I um, I worked at the this gym, and we had the personal training section. It was a little secluded, so you know, right there, that's already set up, and um. You, you know, you walk past it from the front door when you would check in. And you would just walk past. But if you weren't looking directly in, you could miss everything. And I had a client. I don't even want to say her name. But Please don't. I don't. I mean, it don't matter. Uh, she was a nice lady, but she was overly animated and exaggerated her painful sounds. And it sounded like sexual moaning. And so in a workout... It, it didn't matter what I said. It said, reach reach up to the sky and then bend over and touch your toe. Oh, oh. And then, you know, it just, everything sounded orgasmic. And so, one day, she did it so loud. And this jerk I used to work with, I ain't going to say his name either. He came around with, like, the PA mic and just set it in the room. And it just kept, it blared all over the, like, you're so unprofessional. <laughs> Why would you do that to me? And so, so everybody like, yo, Rob's banging the girl up in the room, man. And <laughs> you just turn around and you just got like 15 dudes. Like, I thought you was banging. Why would you, what? Like, man, y'all all sound stupid. But it was funny because I, I tur- and she looked up, she said, Why is everybody standing there? Like everybody, who? And I turned around and like, man, I thought you was. I was like, why did you think that? And I see this microphone over there, and she just, but she's still going at it. Uh, and I'm like, I ain't asked you to do nothing but touch your toes, man. <laughs> so, so she just, man, and it was so fun. And you know what? From there, you know what she did? She um, she wanted all her money back after she paid. She paid for 54 sessions, and at session 53, she wanted a refund. Oh, uh, she was one of those. She was one of them. So, but she she made me the laughing stock of that gym for like the rest of my time there. It was like, oh man, you you banging those, the you deuce bigelow. Shut up, man! Like I ain't banging nothing. Like it just in the middle of the thing. I mean, she was just it just was so unnecessary. Like every time you make that sound, and so like now when she would come in and you get these standing ovations, she never caught the joke. I don't know how that went over her head. But every time I would walk up in like the big room or wherever where all the weights was, and they was here, no man, that's not cool. Like you're kind of killing me. I'm trying to, you know, work around this room so people can see what I'm doing, and you making me look like you know the romancer of the elderly. That that wasn't cool. (laughs) I will say that the best thing about being one of your clients is like you're not a creep. No. You're not a creep at all. Like I never. There's no benefit for me from that. (laughs) I mean, like, cause it's the it's what he would call a plethora of women. Plethora? Plethora. In my mind, I spelled it out. You I, know what? I got asked that the other day. I, it, was a, it was a girl on the team. She said, um, it must be hard for you to, you know, do this and do that because, you know, these women are tempting. Yeah, if you allow it, you know, like, I'm happy with mine. I go home to her every day, you, you know. Go boy, you know I'm I'm real shit. So it's like, yeah, I see this, but so okay, you see it and then you don't. Look, I'm in a bank all day. I see hundreds of thousands of dollars. Don't make me want to steal. You know what I'm saying? It, it don't make me want to do nothing but just hustle on mine. You know? Yeah, you you see women all day. 
okay, you know, and then you go home. Like, so what? Like, and I'm not like, it's not, it doesn't deprogram me or make me do anything other than, no, it's just, it's just part of the job. That's just what it is. Gyms are, you know, predominantly dominated by women these days, you know, even like, except for like, you know, specialty stuff, but realistically, especially when you work in a place that offers aerobic classes, you don't have a lot of men in that demographic. That's okay too. But so what? You know, like, yeah, I ain't going to be, well, I need to be a creep for. Like, I'm trying to keep y'all around. I ain't trying to scare y'all away. You, you you mess around, you creep on your women, then you, oh, yeah, man, you banged your client. Yeah, but you, you lowered your revenue, dummy. <laughs> like, okay, you couldn't just find somebody else? You had to do it to one that's paying? Dummy. Like, nah. Well, I might as well ask this question now. You know, we could wrap this up. We could be all the way done. Okay. But, um, like, does working with, like, a bunch of women, like, does that affect your relationship? Does she ever, like, or y'all just been rocking that long? She's like, man, that nigga ain't doing nothing. Uh, it's sometimes it comes back up. And I'm not going to pretend like sometimes I don't, like, do things that would draw suspicion. But it's, it is part of the territory because women know how women are. So it might not always be I'm the reason behind the issue. It's just, oh, you know, that bitch is dirty. You know, I don't like her. You know, things like that. And, you know, there's always been a situation. Like I told her, I always said, I'm not going to train somebody that is going to make it so that I don't come home. You know, like, it ain't that deep to me. Like, it's never going to be a client whose money is great enough to put a strain on my relationship. You know, like, I got to go home. I can't work all day. So, no, nah, at this point, at this point now, once upon a time, it, it had its moments. But now, nah, ain't got time for that. We trying to build, man. We trying to build a for real empire. We're trying to build a legacy, and we're trying to build foundational wealth you can't do that shit when you like worrying about what this girl looking like and you know she looking at him and he looking at her who cares no get money <laughs> like straight like that for real like ron she think you cute she paying no buy her <laughs> we ain't got nothing to talk about like i'm i'm building business i'm not i'm not trying to build that kind of relationship mm-hmm. i'm gonna build networking relationships and things that's gonna help get to the next level but Oh, you think I'm cute? Thanks. Bye. You know, that's it. Like, there's nothing else there for that. And that don't even be the issue no more. So I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm straight with that. Nah. Nah, it's all about it's all about moving to the next level. I would love to have a Black Wall Street. I really would. I would love to have, like, like your podcast training. You got, you know, everybody knows somebody that got something, you yeah. know? And I didn't realize that, that everybody, black people to me, just by nature are entrepreneurs, business people, business minded. But we just got to really come together with it. Like for real, like really got to just like work together to build up instead of being afraid of somebody taking something from somebody and holding each other back. No, nah, I just got to build that up, build it in the community. Like everybody else builds in our community straight like that. That's what they do. And I, I ain't a fan of that. I can respect that. So it starts with us, right? Got to. Yeah. Shit, we need to own them corner stores, man. <laughs> Said that. Bruh, speaking of black corner stores, it was one right there on Taylor. And uh, all I know is that it's just like ass when you walk in there. 
The black store is gone? Yeah, the black store. I don't know if it's been over there, but I used to walk it every other day. It had a name, but niggas we just, just always called it. Store. But, it I, black but I grew up like a couple streets over. like So it had to been there when I was here. What store? No, the right black store. It was kind of new. Yeah, within. Uh, was, I've been yeah. gone for about 10. I, yeah, okay. I moved, I moved out. I moved out about like oh six. I think. Yeah, see, it didn't come around until Two. like two thousand ten, oh, yeah. eleven. It might have been eleven. Where the old Gibbs was? No, it used to be right there. You know where shit where the barber shops and stuff used to be? Right there. The, before uh, right there across the, from the old Sherwin Williams. Correct. Yeah. There was a store over there? Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it was a little convenience store. It had shit in it, but it was a black people store. It's so shit. Really? Miles yeah, and so. Didn't know, so it's on the other side of here? Yeah. Is it, yeah. Oh, okay. No, nah, didn't know that. Okay, that, okay. Black it it store? had a name, but everybody just called it a black, black store. store. So what happened to it? I don't know. Oh. I went back to school, came back, and I never really. That's, it be like that, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, at least they had to run. They caught their wave. Some Probably niggas never, yeah, some niggas never tried to even catch the wave. You're right. So, you know what? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm a dude that work in the bank, and on one end, it's like you know, I don't make anybody's money, so I don't tell them how to spend it. But on the other end, I'm like, yo, my brother, we, you know, like I'm not trying to tell you, but if I can help you, man, don't don't blow all your tax money. Save some. Oh, I'm squandering my shit. I'm not getting a lot this year. <laughs> It's not enough to save, my nigga. It's always Bags enough and to save. Bags and bitches. It's always <laughs> That's it. It's always Bags, enough. bitches, and bottles. Three B. Hey, Come on, man. Bottles <laughs> run out. Bitches leave and, and bags run out, man. You got to have something. It's going to rain when that shit is raining now. I was about to say, goddamn, it's raining every day. I mean, shit. Like, yeah, have something. Because, man, I see these cats. They coming in there every day. 4000 5000 8000 6500 Yo, and I'm like, you know, let's let's do this. Let's do this. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I work at a bank. Yeah, I'm a salesman. But, you know, in two weeks, if you ain't got nothing to show for it. Oh, nothing. Don't hit me with Black Lives Matter. And don't hit me with the revolution. And we got to do this because it starts there. Like, you can do a lot with a with $1,000 and you still got seven left over. Nah, man, we not talking about true religion. Nah, I'm uh, talking I'm about... I'm take that $7,000. I'm going to buy this slightly used Porsche truck. Oh, my God. With these, <laughs> with these rally tires on there. <laughs> At 179,000 miles. Come and on, I'm going to ride this bitch for the summer. Because that's all that's going to be good, folks. And I'll see you next tax season, big pimp. That's what's going to happen. Nah, man. I just... No, man, come on. All right, all right, all right. We will have you back just to sit down and talk smack with us. Yeah, that'd be cool. I I like this. I appreciate y'all having me, man. Y'all funny. You you was the man, dog. Hey, you good people, man. You good people. So I just want to say thanks for coming through. Thanks for not being a creep-ass nigga and being an awesome trainer. Never. Never a creep. I need you to stay. You got my neck back. All day. You seen my selfie? I seen it. All right. I keep the the eyes. So when y'all post that bullshit, just know I see that too. <laughs> All right, this has been Fried Intellectuals with me with two G's and Fat Mac. And if you want to find us on Instagram, you can find the Fried Intellectuals at Fried Intellectuals at, at Fried Intellectuals underscore. Ugh, fuck it.
Fried underscore intellectual. Y'all know what the fuck it is. We about to tell you that. You got IG? All day. I follow y'all. Big bad, big bad. Ron, what, 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 what you got going on? Like, what's your IG? That's what we really need to know. Right. At, you can follow me on Instagram at in pursuit of PT, all one word. I N P U R S U I T O F P T. No underscores, no special initials, just at in pursuit of PT on IG. Follow me there. You can find me also on Facebook. Follow my fan page, In Pursuit of Performance Training. Or you can just send me a friend request on Facebook. R-A-W-N, first name, last name, C-H-I-S-L-T-O-N. Holla at me. That man got a fan page. Hey, he's doing big things. Hey, man, somebody completely missed that. You know people can't spell. Slow it, slow it, slow it down you when you hear, but it's here. The I gotta be the ocean. Here. You said Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We got here. Thanks for listening. Yeah, she pride. Pride, 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 pride.